welcome to the Soar Community Network podcast with your host, Malie Ponpadit. Here, inside our community, we help each other see, own, articulate, and release our unique message and mission into the world. Uncover your gifts and talents, release your passions, own your purpose, and let's soar together. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the SOAR Community Network podcast. I am your host, Molly Ponpadith, and today I have Josh Silverstone with us. Josh is a pokerpreneur and founder of Asus Rays. He uses poker as an analogy to help people and businesses make better and more profitable decisions in their business and in life. From an early age, Josh was drawn to games and sports and saw how the strategies can be translated into life lessons. Josh's expertise comes from 10 plus years of sales and marketing experience across diverse industries. As a management consultant, Josh had the opportunity to work with emerging companies sized from 2 to 25 million in implementing sales processes, hire and train salespeople, and work with the leadership teams. As the co-founder of Idea Mind Teams, Josh encourages others to pursue a life following their passions and focusing on their talents. Through collaboration with other team members, everyone has an opportunity to get the information, insight, and feedback they need to elevate their business. And here at the SOAR Community Network, that's what we're all about. So it's so great and such an honor to have you with us today, Josh. Awesome. Thank you, Molly. And uh, glad to be here. I love it. Awesome. Well, let's go back a little bit in terms of you talked about loving or being drawn to games and sports in your very early age. Can you talk about how the love and the passion for games, where'd that come from and how over time it has allowed you to really use that passion and turn it into profit? Yeah. um, So I think it started for me from just a pure fun love aspect of it was actually with my three younger siblings. So I'm the oldest of four and you know, we we're all really close in age, four of us within five years. And so being around the same age, we always looked for ways to um, play and have fun. And it was sort of games that we would just make up and like things even as fun as and, and sort of silly as sitting at the dinner table. And it was like, okay, we're going to eat very slow. All right, now it's eat really fast time. And we would do different things like that. And then over time, um, it kind of evolved. Uh, you know, I was looking for a way or something I can do um, with my dad that he really loved and enjoyed. And he he was a a tournament chess player who traveled around the country playing chess. So uh, it, there was a game that I kind of got into with him um, just as a, a way of spending some time. And I started to see the the strategy and, you know, he was crushing me at first. And then over time I got much, much better. And, um, you know, I competed in a chess tournament when I was in uh, sixth grade and, and uh, it was the Washington Post chess tournament and won a third place trophy in that. And um, from there that kind of evolved to, uh, sports and games, playing three different varsity sports in high school, and then ultimately to um, poker, uh, which you know is one of my one of my biggest passions that helped put me through college and really is kind of the foundation for my business now uh, of using that to really teach some really important uh, life business skills and lessons. That's fantastic. So t- let let me let me hear you straight. You said it started with, especially with your father. It started with chess. 
right? Mm-hmm. And so playing with him and learning the the all the um, nuances of the game, uh, where did that take you? Because I, I know a little bit of your history, but I'd love the audience to, to learn a little bit more about how it all started with this idea of getting a closer connection with dad and then how it how chess really, you know, became a part of your life growing up. Yeah. You know, it, it, again, it, it sort of just started as a thing to do and a way to engage. And then um, very quickly, you know, I, I realized there's a reason he kept beating me every time we started to play at the beginning. <laughs> he was way better than me. And I realized, oh, okay, so there's there's something to this. Why is he winning and what things, to, you know, how can I break this down? And, you know, the, it's really, you know, chess is considered the ultimate game strategy. And it really is. And, you know, the every move you make, it's how do I optimize? How do I put myself in the best position? How do I um, move my pieces in a way that is either going to gain me points in terms of taking some of their pieces or putting myself in a position that I can use later to win. And, uh, you know, as even just saying that, like you can start to hear how that's so similar to business analogies and business strategies. And, uh, every time I, I kind of realized that, you know, in everything that we do, we learn something about something else. And it's actually a great way if you, for people that kind of feel, you know, stuck where they are potentially to go and just learn a different skill outside of their realm of their kind of normal every day. And they're going to relate back to what's going on in their life right now at the moment and be able to take certain things away. So um, for me, I, I kind of learned that lesson early and I've taken that with me wherever I've gone and saying, okay, with what I'm doing now, whether it was a, a part-time job uh, you know, when I was in high school or even a couple years after college before getting to where I am now, you learn something from that experience and you can take that experience with you to make better informed decisions down the road. Gotcha. Well, you know, you also talked about your background. You have many years in sales and marketing and you've worked with uh, all lots of different industries. Um, now that you are the founder of Asus Rays and, and how, what was the moment or what was the journey like for you to say, okay, I, I think I need a change. I think I need to do something that's more aligned with who I am. And I think I'm going to go launch my own business because as a, you know, as a consultant, you kind of have a taste of entrepreneurship, right? Because you're out there on your own, you're business developing, you're trying to make things problem solve, but you're still working for somebody else. What right. made you decide to do this? Yeah, I think it's um, a few things. You know, being in the sales industry for as long as I was, um, there's a certain culture there. And a lot of those positions and a lot of companies I worked for and consulted for, um, it's, it's very numbers-driven only. And the human aspect gets too far removed from the situation. So what really kind of inspired me, and again, it wasn't, I don't know if it was one moment, I think it was over time, I, I, I sort of knew and that this was coming down the road and that I was going to have to make a change to really you know, lead an organization in the way I want to, along with other people, but from with a certain basis of values. And when you're working for a paycheck at times, you like you may get frustrated and say, "I don't agree with where leadership is taking this," but you're you're doing what you have to do at the time, and it, it, the numbers back that up too. You know, eighty five percent 
of the workforce feels disengaged. Now, why is that? And there's a disconnect from the, the culture of the company where leadership is taken and what the individual is actually doing in that job. And they're not being as fulfilled because they're not focusing on what they're best at and they're, they're not doing what they enjoy to do. And they're not necessarily doing things that they feel are, are having an impact. So for me, starting my own thing and going down this road, it was sort of the evolution of this thought and, and it just being very apparent to me that, okay, a, a, change is, a change is really needed. And so then how did you decide that you were going to build a business around poker and analogy and games and strategy? So it's, it kind of evolved. Um, I, I, I know you know, you hear the follow your passion, right? And I think that's a really important ingredient. It definitely is. And that's definitely one one piece of it. But, you know, you started there. So I started following my passion. I love the game of poker. And when I first started the company, my focus and priorities were very different. And, you know, I was offering poker coaching services and doing a lot of charity poker fundraising, which I still do a little bit of each of those things. And, you know, I developed a, a an app, which I have on the app store for poker training and development. So I still love it. It's still fun. Um, and that from there, I sort of parlayed that experience and that background to say, okay, well, how do I take all these years of sales and leadership and marketing and tie that into what I really love to do, which what I have a, a real uniqueness in that of poker. And it was sort of, and it's evolved and is still evolving in some ways uh, over time. And it, it became more apparent. So when I first took that step, it wasn't, I knew exactly the way I'm going to do it. It was more of a lean startup methodology approach. And, and actually we teach a process, uh, the ACEs process for being able to make decisions and evaluate situations uh, a proper way. And that's really, I kind of follow my own methodology to evolve and shape what my, my business has become and, and where it's going in the future. So then how are you using poker itself outside of it being a game? How are you personally using it now through the business and your business model? Yeah. So one of the the, the biggest ways is teaching the, the process that I was just talking about. And the process for decision-making is ACEs. Mm-hmm. And uh, the, the A is uh, it's a, you know, acronym. The A is assess. The C is calculate. The E is execute. And the S is shift. And so what I mean by that is when, when you assess a situation, and, and I can even give you an example of one that I've had to do in my own business where I use this process. So uh, I'll give you the example. Uh, the example was I was trying to figure out with, with the app that we created whether or not we should file a patent. And so we had to assess the situations, put all the facts down out on the table, you know, kind of a pros and cons and really think about, you know, what is the risk and what is the opportunity in this? So, you know, the the cost is $10,000. Okay, well, that's a risk, but there's a valuable upside if it passes, you know, and if do I have the $10,000 and if I don't, can I sell a piece of my company? Okay, well, if I say my company is worth around $100,000, that means I have to give up 10% equity. And so you start kind of like thinking through this process. And then, so that's really where you kind of assess. And you think maybe even about what the possible opportunities are in terms of if you get it, who you could sell it to, or how you would exit the company and how you would really grow it. So there's other factors that you can you know, sprinkle in. Uh, then calculate, which is really the, the the core part of what it is that we teach. And ironically, what the, the app uh, helps people do, which is uh, help them think through a poker example to make 
the best possible decision, what's called expected value. In other words, if I make this choice, I'm going to come out ahead. So you're looking at your, your equity versus the odds of it working out. So in this particular case, I just said, there's maybe a 50% chance this, this uh, patent is going to go through because you really don't know for sure. So, okay, it's a 50% chance. I know I'll be out to, you know, this $10,000 and the $10,000 equity if it doesn't work out. But if it does work out, this is going to be even so much more valuable that it may be worth it. So you can kind of measure those things. And I won't go through the whole math of a poker hand, but you're basically looking at whether or not the risk is worth the reward, what the likelihood of it working out is, and not just saying, okay, wow, there's really this downside, but what the upside is. And so really, this is about you know taking good good risks. And that's what we say, making a good decision, because you don't know if it's a good decision. You can't look at it just by the result of it. The process is really where you kind of can go back and actually that's what you can control. So from that, you you make a decision, you execute, that's the E, you decide, you make that choice. And then based on the feedback that you get and how it goes, then you can make those shifts and you can even reassess and go back through the process again. And that's why I call it a process in that regard. So much of my work these days, um, outside of what we do with kind of the, the, the mentality and the mindset and the emotional intelligence side, it's really around this decision-making process that we help people go through in their business and life. So you talked about business and life, this process of yours that you created, ACES, uh, who is benefiting from it right now most? Typically, are they small business owners? Are they entrepreneurs? Or is it pretty much, I mean, game for everybody? Yeah, I, I think it is game for anybody. Uh, where I've seen the most impact is really small business owners and entrepreneurs. Um, you know, just especially with, you know, we all feel so um, pinched or pushed for time. And so I gave an example where there was actual, you know, money at stake, but you can say, okay, my time is worth X amount. So it's really how you're going to spend any resource. So really, if you're an entrepreneur and you're making a tough decision about whether you should hire somebody or whether you should spend your, your money on uh, this marketing endeavor or on this tool or technology, uh, this can kind of help you think through that process in a real um, smart and effective way. Really cool stuff. Thank you. I love that process and, I'm, and the fact that you took some time to create it and think about the the um, acronyms also. That makes a, a great deal of a difference. And I love the S because I heard you say shift. And, you know, it's it's interesting when you have your own business, how often you have to be open to shifting and pivoting and trying new things. And when you're at launch, you think, okay, I've mapped this out enough. I've written the business plan. I've put together the marketing plan. So I'm going to be good. I can go down this path, stick to the plan, and I'm going to make millions. And then very soon after launching, you realize, oh, wait, I have to consider what the consumer is going to tell me. I have to consider uh, the the measuring of the insights on my social media. Who's looking at this? Sometimes the avatar completely surprises you and says, oh, I thought I was going to serve this market, but I'm totally not serving that market. For some reason, this particular market is being attracted to what I'm doing. So I just love that you said shift because that really is an ongoing thing for businesses. Absolutely. Um, and I, the, the term I like to say is kind of a focused flexibility, 
right? Uh, you, you have a plan, nice. but you, you need to be able to adjust. And that's really what makes great leaders. That's what makes great poker players. And we have the, uh, this um, motto or this other brand that you know about. It's actually my license plate, which is never fold. Uh-huh. And, that's right. And I know you've heard me talk about you know, patience and really what we're talking about, what you said is really persistence. And it's not about, it, there's times where you need to quit or let something go, but you're not really quitting. You're really pivoting. You're adjusting. You're shifting. What you just did and what I was talking about kind of at the beginning of this call, you're never like, even if you have to move on for a job, you didn't get zero out of that. One, you you probably got paid along the way. You learned some skills. You met some people. So whatever you go on to or move to, whether it's a major shift, a small shift or what have you, you're going to be able to take what you learned and apply it to what you do next. So it's not lost. It's just you recognize that where you are, the values in your life, things have changed. You're just going to have to do something differently. It's okay that your your goals or your focus shifts. It should as you get older and you, whether you are changing or as I, I've heard recently and kind of like better, you're finding yourself you can make those adjustments along the way. And I think that's kind of part of the fun of, uh, of living and part of the fun of this life journey and path that people go on. And especially in the entrepreneurial world or whether you work for a company you think you want to do something new, going out and trying something different than what you're already doing. I know that can be scary, but taking those risks have such great rewards no matter how it works out. And it may, it's going to work out differently probably than you necessarily have, you know, the, the exact same, the exact way in your head. The idea is to get focused enough that you can start taking some in- intermediate actions in order to get there. Well, that's what makes you such a great pokerpreneur because it's really about taking the risk, but they're calculated, you know? That's the whole point about strategy. And I learned that a lot from you is, you know, you have to take risks, but they can be calculated. So it's not like you're just jumping off a cliff with, with no, no plan B, plan C, or plan D, but you do have to jump. And in the world of entrepreneurship, um, you know, the resistance to change can really sometimes break us and, and kill the business, you know, yeah. and definitely kill our innovation. So that's really cool. Well, I want to shift a little bit here and talk about your latest project that you've just recently launched. Can you talk about the project, the Mind Teams project and what inspired you to launch that and what that's all about? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, so Mind Teams is really cool. It's um, it, it's a collaboration project um, with uh, Sylvia Henderson, who, uh, for those that know her, um, she's the idea, uh, ideation expert, and she's done a lot of amazing things in the corporate world, and now helping uh, entrepreneurs and small business owners, and still doing some things with uh, companies as well to help them get their ideas out of their heads and hearts and into action. So that's very aligned with what. I do and what Aces Raise is all about and helping people make better decisions. So Mind Teams really is about intentional groups. They're, uh, they're mastermind groups, in a sense, getting people together to come together who where there's distinguished trust and honesty to help each other um, move their business forward, where you can improve your communication skills, get feedback, and really make better decisions. And that is really what I'm all about. And I saw this working with her uh, and actually being part of the same mastermind group and working together in this way and saying, wow, we've gotten so much out of this experience. Because just as we said, like you have all these ideas and strategies. Well, until 
rubber meets the road and you get it out there and you get that feedback from people, you really don't know what you're going to need to adjust or shift. And these mind team groups create that really safe environment to be able to do that quicker and more efficiently where you can say, hey, I have a presentation coming up. Let me let me share this with you and what do you think and be able to get feedback right away. So it really it's a it's a really great collaboration and a really um, fun thing that I'm uh, very proud of that we've put together. So you launched that recently. Can you talk about the benefits of being a part of the Mind Team and how what membership looks like? What what's the protocol for being coming a part of that? Yeah, for sure. Um, so we're we're launching these in a few different locations. Uh, we have uh, one in Laurel. We're about to open a second group in Laurel. Uh, we're looking to actually have a lunch and learn uh, coming up uh, very soon. Um, for a Rockville location, or in Rockville and Gaithersburg location, and also a Tyson's Corner location as well, we're accepting applications for. So really, these groups, they're, they're no more than five to eight people with a trained facilitator who takes you through this process on a monthly basis. And the, some of the benefits are uh, you get the opportunity to find new business relationships and opportunities and partnerships. It's to improve communication and leadership skills among the group members uh, and really create an, a, a, an environment for collaboration and being able to get feedback, really to not make some of the same mistakes that you've made and really getting other people's you know, input. I, I think the best way to describe it, and you know, part of Masterminds comes from the Think and Grow Rich principles in Napoleon Hill, um, but one of the, the quotes I think that really sum it up is an Albert Einstein quote, which is, we cannot solve our problems with the same thinking we used when we created them. So I think that really sums up kind of the, the ideas of the benefits of being part of a small group that can help you think through your ideas and help you expand and make yourself bigger. Well, Josh, you know, keeping in mind that our podcast is heard in um, so many different countries around the world, uh, just to remind to our listeners that we are in, in the Washington, D.C. area. So the locations, Laurel, Maryland, Rockville, Maryland, and Tyson's Corner in Virginia. But for those that are listening internationally, do you plan on taking this in different cities globally? And could they contact you to learn more about becoming a trained facilitator? Uh, absolutely. Um, all, all great questions. And, and thank you for clarifying that. Yeah, we're, we're really starting uh, locally with this, but absolutely we're looking to um, expand this outside of uh, the, the DMV, the DC, Maryland, Virginia area. Uh, we are looking for facilitators um, and, and some of the places we're going. So if you are part of a co-working space or know a co-working space for you, that tends to be a great meeting spot where there's already um, other entrepreneurs and other business owners there and they have great space, whiteboard. Those are really kind of the key things you need. Uh, in addition to which I'll also add that uh, we are uh, going to start up in the near future. Um, and again, we, we're not quite accepting applications for it yet, but we will be doing a, a digital um, mind team group as well. So for those that want to be able to connect with people all around and can't make it into a physical location, that will be a uh, an opportunity in the near future. And I guess I'll, I'll say um, for those that want to learn more, uh, you can check out ideamindteam.com or email me, josh, at ideamindteam.com. That's great, Josh. Well, just for fun, I know that you're not focusing as much on this, but are you still taking um, in clients that want to actually learn the game of poker? Is that something that you're still focusing on or not as much? You know, it's certainly um, not as much, but I'm, very, I'm, I'm happy to when the opportunity arises. Um, as a matter of fact, 
uh, someone uh, had just won this charity poker tournament uh, recently, and they're, they, the, what they won was a seat at the $10,000 main event World Series of Poker in July. So as he put it, you know, I could use all the help I can get. So I was like, all right, well, I'm, you know, I'm happy to, I'm happy to help you with this, basically. So uh, <laughs> I, I've been working with him, had a, 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 you know, coaching session through Skype, was just about an hour and a half, sent him some additional resources and things based on what he wanted to get out of the experience. And so so, um, so yeah, and not necessarily. You don't have to be in the position where you're about to play in, you know, one of the most high stakes poker tournaments in the world either for me to help you. But that said, I, you know, I am very happy to help. And for those that want to learn, we have our own website, GoNutsPoker.com, that has a ton of free poker con- uh, content, videos, articles. You can download our app that's on the App Store. So for those that want to learn. Yes, you can engage with me, but we also have set it up so there's a lot of uh, self-study and things that you can do uh, even on your own if you don't want to hire a coach yourself. That's great. Now for the app, is that also Go Nuts Poker or what's the app name they should be looking for? Apps, same thing. On Apple and um, on Android, so it's in both stores, it's Go Nuts Poker in that Perfect. case. Perfect. Yeah, I wanted to clarify that because the name of your business is Asus Ray, so I didn't want them to look for that and not see anything. But thank you so much, Josh. I mean, this was really awesome. Awesome. I loved hearing your passion. I, I also love witnessing the, the the shifts and the changes in your business. I mean, I remember many years ago, we sat and we mapped out on a napkin before you even launched the business. And I just think, oh my gosh, how much has unfolded since that moment we had together. Yeah, I think that, that was 2011, I think. It was almost six years ago, if I you can believe, believe it. I can't believe it. Wow. Yeah. Well, I'm so happy for you. I'm so happy you chose this path to do something that you love, to benefit so many people in the world with their decision-making strategies and helping them shift and choose their joy. So thank you for all that you do, and thank you for spending the time with me today. Oh, thank you. I I, I enjoyed it. I, you know, certainly love... um, talking and being a part of your community in any which way I can. Uh, I love obviously what, what you're doing and any way I can support that. And uh, in any way, you know, I'd love to be a part of. So thank you for having me. Thank you. Well, thank you also for being a committee, a planning uh, member to our summit this year. I did want to say thank you for that. So acesrays.com, Josh Silverstone, please look him up, connect with him on social media. He knows what he's talking about and he's a whole lot of fun. So regardless, uh, you'll have a great time getting to know this, uh, this gentle, I call you gentle soul. Um, uh-huh. Anyway, thank you everyone for tuning in to another episode of the SOAR Community Network. Josh, I appreciate you for your time. And for all those listening, please remember to check out our social media, follow us, SOAR Community Network, and make sure that you tune in for another episode very soon. Take good care, everybody. Bye-bye. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of SOAR Podcast. Join us by visiting soarcommunitynetwork.com.